Hi, this is Russ Benson. I am a Liverpool supporter, and you're listening to Drunkard United Football Show. You all need Jesus. That's coming from the atheist. The atheist said, "Y'all said this is the this is the one we need." Apparently, we need Jesus today. Yeah, the sound check was interesting. Sound check was very interesting. <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens when Mel can't pay attention and keep us on like kind of in order. No, oh, you were kind of unsupervised. Like, or or even just before the show. Which, by the way, let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Snow the Lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, is someone that's not mouthing everything I'm doing, like my lovely wife and producer, the man with Jesus-like hair, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing, buddy? Wouldn't most people be happy that their wife is mouthing everything they're doing? <laughs> what the fuck uh, are you complaining about? No, 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 no. In, under the law of Crowder, I'd be happier if she was outside mowing the fucking lawn right now, yeah. doing her wifely well, don't duties. don't forget, for the last month she has been, somebody gonna die. <laughs> It's very true. How are we doing today, good sir? Not bad. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm alive, apparently. I'm not dead yet, so there we go. We got that going for me, right? Uh, It's going well, then. Good. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. It's at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Or, as I like to always say, you can just get in your car and drive your happy ass over here today. Is the grand finale of someone's journey, exploration, as it were, with sexuality. We welcome our good friend Nicole. Cole, hey. how you doing, darling? Hi, doing good, doing good. <clears throat> You've been thinking about it all weekend and going over your yep. notes and doing all your stuff. I have, yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You, you, you ready to become an honest woman and be a one club girl? Yes. There we go. Only slightly unconvincing. Honest, I don't know about the honest woman part, though. That's uh, <laughs> fucking part love. of me thought maybe Nicole was going to rip her shirt off and be wearing the shirt underneath. So now I'm thinking maybe she's been wearing the bra underneath. She's ripping it on her chest. Like I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Apparently, it's all we think about. So I wouldn't mind if she ripped her shirt off. Well, now, now, now she's got me thinking like now uh, I can't Kevin, do the now I can't do the show. Damn it, Kevin Garnett in the uh, ESPN commercial playing foosball with Brandy Chastain <laughs> yeah. when she scored. And he just stops and looks at her. And she's like, what? He's like, as I'm motioning my hand upward as if to say, okay, you finished the job. Take yeah. off your shirt now, right? please. You gotta do it. Do the thing. That's uh, funny. Fucking Garnett used to do good ones. The other great one he did, he was like, no more swimsuit issues. No full pieces. No two pieces. No bikinis. No thongs. Full nude. Tastefully done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh thank you, Tim Howard. Thank you. 
Different times. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. The whiskey advocate list is completed. It is done. It is a nice, lovely spring day. Mm -hmm. And that means only one thing. The gin binge has fucking begun, my good friend. It is a whole lot of gin and tonic till we are done recording this show for the season. So yes. tell us about what we got today. Uh, so what we have is our homage to the Victorian area of England when uh, the entire country grind to a halt for about two months time. And theirs was about two years time. Mm -hmm. Ours is about a month. Yes. Yeah, a month, not two months. Yeah. But uh, so we're going to grind to a halt <laughs> and do gin for the rest of the, uh, rest of the time we're on air with you all. Um, Hendrix came out with another new addition to their lineup. This is the Flora Adora. Uh, this is very similar, in my opinion, to the one they released a couple of years ago, the Midsummer uh, Solstice, mm -hmm. um, but much more intense on the florality um, in this one. Uh, some people have said potpourri. Um, Mel said she was getting a little bit of citrus mm -hmm. mixed with that floral. Almost gave her like a citronella candle, but not in a bad way. Right. Um, I tend to kind of agree with all those things. Whatever bitters you used in here when you made this, I got more citronella than I did what I smelled previously. Okay. Uh, little, uh, but it doesn't uh, taste that way to a me. A little chamomile bitters is what I put in. Bitter truth chamomile yeah, I, bitters. I, I tasted it from the bottle and that citronella was strong and I think the chamomile smoothed <clears throat> it out, but it is yummy. It's so good. Delicious. Yeah, 80, 86, <laughs> sure? 86.8 proof on this yep. one. Uh, the Drinking it neat, I got a lot of that um, strong tart lemon candy. You know, so you got that little real bright citrus with a little bit of sugar on the back end. So like, mm -hmm. was it Warheads that were the ones that were the lemon yeah. with yeah. the, yeah, yep. the sour lemon, sweet Blue raspberry was the, the best candy. one though. <clears throat> Love the blue raspberry. Definitely, definitely got that in there. And then uh, what kind of tonic water are we using today, Mr. Graham? You made them. It's right there oh, in front of you. <laughs> didn't even see it there. Uh, dry <laughs> I'm too son of a bitch when people put shit right in front of your face, isn't too it? Too focused on the books. Um, uh, dry citrus tonic from Regatta. I think you've ever read a book. Please continue. It's a bold claim. <laughs> wow. Uh, seven and a half ounces on this one. Just little one serve cans. Um, this is the Regatta Dry Citrus Tonic. Uh, it's decent. Yeah. Uh, key Plays thing. very well into bringing out that more of that citrus from this uh, from this gin. Few dumb things. I know you know make a gin tonic. However, but if you really want to elevate it, things you want to do first off is use a quality tonic water, not a shitty tonic water. Now, mm -hmm. if you're going to go deep and it's you and five of your friends and you're going to kill a couple of bottles of gin, buy some cheap fucking tonic. It's fine. Whatever. You're sitting on the porch. Who gives a shit? Just make, regardless, just make sure the tonic's fucking cold. <laughs> That's the second thing is make sure your tonic is in the, in the refrigerator or in your cooler getting cold. It has to be cold. Cold mixer mixes with the liquor and it actually mixes throughout the glass where if it's a hot mixer, it just kind of hits it and the mix, the alcohol only comes up a little. It just kind of sits there flat. So you drink, when you're drinking it, it's like all mixer and then suddenly it's like, whoa, shit, gin. Uh, yeah. Also, <clears throat> also, if you're a hot mixer, you're probably a bad alpha. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row, you're milking that joke. Yeah, that's how I roll. Well, you You've know. been with us for five years, Mel. <laughs> In this room. He's got to amp up that tea somehow, so that's how he does it. He does it that way, by uh, pumping up his ego. <laughs> well, the other problem, oh, we talked it about it. Alex Jones' uh, horse cock thing. You sure it was not that? Well, 
You know, they are throwing chemicals in the water. They're making freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Saturday, 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 YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Don't get us kicked off YouTube again. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Uh, also, uh, always give it the appropriate garnish, which would be a lime. Give Make sure you squeeze the lime over the ice before you mix it in. That's called expressing the lime. Um, it just helps, again, it helps mix it all in as opposed to just being squeezing the lime on top and it just kind of slowly floats into the glass. It's dumb things, but it really makes a difference in your drink. And I've got some limes, fucker. Can you express me? <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one can express you, Sam. No one can express you. That's brilliant. What else it do we fits need? right into the fucking line. What else do we we need to express mr graham uh, always remember to drink responsibly Very ladies good. and gentlemen let's have a good show kids there, there we go good <sighs> we start with the midweek as we saw the top spot switch hands and then switch right back the very next day as a lot of games in hand finally started to get caught up in the schedule is starting to look a little more even on fixtures yes Arsenal 3, Chelsea 1, Liverpool 1, Fulham 0, Man City 3, West Ham 0, Brighton 1, Manchester United 0. Uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, great fucking comeback win for Arsenal. They desperately needed it. Od Odegaard with the brace, which was huge as well. Yeah, big time. We, I, we said it against uh, for Brighton against Forest um, that actually didn't end up happening. But it turns out, like, if you're that next step up caliber club, which you need to get back on track as a fixture against Chelsea this season. <laughs> and uh, that um, actually, uh, pun intended, that is just the tonic uh, to get your your season back going. So uh, three uh, goals in 15 first half minutes. So Odegaard scored twice. Uh, Zaka assisting both of those as well. Uh, and then Jesus scored um, and really put Chelsea off it by the 31st or 32nd minute, whatever yeah, it was, that third goal went in. Um, and Madueke. Uh, Noni Madueke for Chelsea, who's been a bright spot in this kind of sea of shit over the last couple of weeks, um, who's been starting to get played a bit, has looked very good on the ball by himself, just needs his team to kind of help out a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, can't do it all by yourself. I yeah. mean, think with the amount of money they spend, they could find 10 other guys to help them out. Yeah, exactly. And people forget because he's so young that he's not a product of their academy they yeah. actually spent 30 million on him yeah they actually spent a ton of money yeah. on him because that's, so, that's how bowly bowly gonna bowly man spend but, that cash i mean it wasn't indicative of the season it wasn't necessarily the greatest of games because this is what you have come to expect from both sides this yeah. season yeah it's a good professional arsenal performance they tied it up put them away and chelsea got one and, but they still lost. <laughs> right, precisely. <laughs> now, that did find Arsenal on top for a day. They moved back up to the top yep. of the table. Then moving on to the next day, you know what? Not fancy, but the Reds have now won five in a row. Yep. And then we'll be talking about what they did later in the week as well. Absolutely. It's funny how you can look at how the midweek games went and then how the weekend went. Because you look at, say, like, for Liverpool consistency, you look at Fulham and it's like, uh, they played tough, but they couldn't get a point, and then they're an onslaught later on this week, which we'll get to. But it just, they're hanging on to 10th place, but it feels like they're probably going to stay there. Like, Chelsea's getting a little close, but I think they'll be able to hold them off. I would love Fulham, Fulham. That would be a big win. I would them. love Fulham to finish above Chelsea. I think it'd be awesome for them. Yeah. yeah Especially the way they've been yo-yoing over the last few years. I think it'd be really cool to finish over the local rivals. Yeah, that would be very big. The only part that'll suck is then their other rivals will finish in front of them, so... 
City Cruise. QPR in the league. <laughs> City, City Cruise, and by the end of the day on Wednesday, less than 24 hours later, find themselves back on top of the league. Yeah, it's a very routine day at the office for City. I mean, they never really got out of second, third gear, you know, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty much done and dusted. They had over two-thirds of the ball, uh, and they had more goals than West Ham had shots on target. So, very one-sided. Yeah. And, and it just wasn't really a great no, day. No, not, not really, but... And and don't look down, Irons right back in the relegation scrap. Potentially, and yeah, they not out of it at, as far as the midweek goes. That's where they were, still in trouble. <laughs> More to come. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to Brighton, Manchester United. Brighton dangerously thin have to take starting center midfielder Concedo, who's started every match for them and been the pinpoint man had to move him out the outside back because they are that fucking thin on people yep. and this game was back and fucking for a nil nil I've never seen more shots not land on target target sorry not target target that were missed by inches I mean there were five from each of them where it was just like yeah. just wide just over the post so like the one nothing scoring line is not indicative of, of the fact of what was going on in the match it was pretty fucking back and forth yeah, but what what it boils down to, what I love is that how tense the atmosphere was, and this is a direct result of their car, of uh, uh, their um, league cup final. Yeah, I think uh, it was fitting that you couldn't really choose between the two sides, but then to also finish in the manner it did with Luke Shaw, who's been a little bit of a dickhead this season, mm-hmm. um, getting the handball obviously in the box, uh, VAR ruling it for Brighton um, to have a penalty, and then their World Cup winning star player steps up to take the penalty which they obviously lost on penalties right. in the in the league cup final to seal the deal well semi-final or semi-final rather yeah, semi-final to seal the deal um here was fantastic and it was fa cup not carlin cup wasn't it yeah FA yeah cup, and the carlin cup doesn't was, exist anymore it's a league cup it's a league cup and that was that Fucked was up a lot of that didn't I? that was both uh that was united beating newcastle but what's also interesting bit of deja vu for uh for manchester united who won a match at brighton the year prior on a handball in like the 95th also, minute yeah, yeah, yeah. that literally wanted at the death. The, the, I think the it was Bruno, like two seasons ago, like, yeah. Like everybody was off the pitch. They literally just brought they out They called Bruno it back Fernandes. after full time. Yeah. yeah. They brought out Bruno Fernandez and the keeper and it kept everybody else on the side. Uh-huh. That was brilliant. Come out and take it. it was like I, either he's scoring or he's missing and the game is over. I obviously loved every second of it. It was fantastic. It was a perfectly dispatched penalty. And it started a really shitty week for David De Gea. Yeah. And how about VAR calling a fucking penalty? Like, that's not, United, very, yeah. not very Fergie of them now, is it? Well, no. I mean, you know, it's what happens when you're turning into a small club right yeah. before our eyes. And Backwards <laughs> evolution, like we've been talking about the big thing today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> our our off-mic conversation. And what's also very interesting is, like, don't look now here at the midweek. Suddenly, Liverpool's really in the fucking discussion for Champions League again. It was like, we all had them done and dusted, and it mm-hmm. hasn't been pretty. It really hasn't been pretty for Liverpool, but just it doesn't need to be, does it? plugging yeah. along and nobody noticing, you know? You know, a few hamstrings torn, but outside of that, we're doing just plugging along and doing what they need to do. Yeah. Not a lot to talk about in these next two matches. But to us, namely one of us, it's decision time. Wolverhampton won, Aston Villa nil, Liverpool won, Brentford nil. Wolves 
pretty much secure safety. They needed a little something to happen on Monday, which did happen for them. So they are now safe. And um, Villa find themselves in eighth place and on the outside looking in at Europe after having such a great run to the top. What a fantastic header by Tolti <clears throat> as well, the the defender. I mean, mm-hmm. he was being wrestled, manhandled by Jacob Ramsey, and then he decided to step up and manhandle back. Was able to rise higher, and it was a absolute bullet header. Um, but Villa didn't let it stop him. Buendia, Tyron Mings, they all, they kept coming. But yeah. Jose Saz stood on his head a bit, and things like in a, a fair a fair few games this weekend. I think they hit the outside of the post, inches wide. You know, things just weren't really coming off for Villa in this one, and and Wolves did enough. Yeah, that's what I said. Kind of a meh weekend. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, it was just. Eh. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely I think of the one that Mings just had a free kick floated right into him right inside the box. And he just skied it right over yeah. like that. Just it just seemed like just not close enough. And for Wolves, considering that it was in their building and it is still a derby between those two clubs, it's just kind of like, OK, you know what? We're going to we're going to get this done. Like we're going to make it work. It'll be OK. So uh, and they and it looks like Wolves are definitely safe now. So good. Good for them. They get to stay in the prem for another season, especially considering big credit to Lopetegui. They were in 20th place. They were dead man walking when he came in and took over and he completely changed for them. Yeah, absolutely. Now into both uh, Liverpool and Brentford. Liverpool win a sixth in a row. Like yep. I was hinting at now find themselves literally just a few points behind fourth place and right in the thick of it, but now even on game. So now they need people It'll to make just mistakes. be what's happening the rest of the season. Yeah. <clears throat> really got to say, and this isn't just my blue colored glasses. I really think Virgil van Dyke deserved a second yellow. There was one where he came in behind on Ivan, Tony, uh, I, uh, owed to Macho Man Randy Savage off the top rope with the elbow right through the back of his head. And then just looked around and went, huh, 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 you know, and it was, everything was okay. That's going to be coming up soon, too, with uh, Fabian Shaw. Oh, yeah, definitely. Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, that, don't worry, he gave me negative two points anyways with that. Perfect. You know, with, with that little mistake. He, I'm glad. We'll, we'll, we'll call it a happy mistake that he made. <laughs> yeah. It certainly made you happy, that's for damn sure. Uh, top 10 certainly looking like that's going to happen for the Bees. Probably going to be ninth, uh, eighth or ninth, maybe even 10th, but they're definitely with a top yeah, 10 they, finish. Yeah, they went through that little spell where last season they were kind of losing games, mm-hmm. drawing here and there. Uh, this season was mostly turned it into draws, um, that rough patch. So they they were able to hold their league position as opposed to last year where they fell into 14th or 15th and needed those few wins at the end of the season to elevate them back up to 11th or 12th or whatever it was that they finished. Um, but definitely an improvement. You would hope that they can recruit in the summer, especially because <clears throat> we don't know what's going to happen yet with Ivan Tony, the band. Mm-hmm. Um, he may miss the entirety, the first half of the season, the entirety of the season. We don't know. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but hopefully they can recruit well in the summer and keep this momentum going because they've been a lovely addition to the Premier League, in my opinion. Thomas Franks. Spurs are now looking for a manager. Chelsea's now looking for a manager. He would be absolutely deluded to go to Spurs. Oh, yeah. At this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely deluded. Stay where you are. Just keep working the program you're working. It's doing This fine one's for and- Brody. Just yeah. like your eyes after an optician's appointment. <laughs> I knew it was the wrong word. I was trying to just make a funny, and it was a stretch anyway. I get it. So right. I left it there. All right. So we got through the games. That's the who fuck gives a shit. We're done. All right. Here we come. Cole. Hold on. It's now. Yes. It's now, now or time. never. So before before I we have ask. Two bags. 
One <laughs> bag has a B on it, and the other one has a V on it. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> okay, if we're going back to our previous conversation. Boobs and veg. You already know what we're thinking. <laughs> I'll have both, please. Oh, my yeah. God. And it's a really big B and V. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> Woo! Then I'll take um, the B and probably leave the V then. B- before we get to your decision... <laughs> How have you found the process and how have you enjoyed this season and going through all of this? Um, I've really enjoyed watching the matches and learning a lot about the game in general. Um, Also uh, have a brand new appreciation for the words fuck VAR. Uh, (laughs) So you're choosing Brighton? You can't pick two not, teams. Not no, I'm saying week. they've been on the end of some very bad VAR decisions. I'm saying Brighton and Oh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We don't talk about Hove enough. No, we don't. <clears throat> but, um, you know, I, I appreciate this group in particular and all of you in internet world um, answering my questions, even though sometimes they were dumb, um, <laughs> making sure that, you know, we talked footy, not just as a part of match day, but right. also in general, like the um, the activity in the Facebook group, phenomenal, because without it, I probably would not have understood mm-hmm. like a lot of what was happening, especially when it came to Derby Day. Like it's, it's really cool to feel that energy come through the group because you're sitting there watching it like, why are they so angry? And then you read the chat and you're like, oh, never, that's why. Never be embarrassed to go to Houston. Be like, hey, can you explain why this is funny to me? <laughs> right? Yes. Explain it to me. And then he does. I'm like, oh, that is funny. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, that still has happened. Apparently the only time mansplaining works, everybody, you don't have to do it properly. It's when we ask you to. When we approach you. Yeah. There we go. Very good. Yeah. 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 So, so what you're saying is, is the way that it needs to be done is you need to tell me and then I tell you. Okay, I get it. I'm just, I'm trying to do a dumb mansplaining <laughs> bit right now. <laughs> We've held on long enough. Mm-hmm. Cole? Who's going to be your club? I'm ready. I'm going to be a villain. Fuck ah. yeah! <laughs> Boom! Whoops. That <laughs> is... By the way, <laughs> to show y'all... The hometown fix there, I think. the bee bag? <gasps> a gray scarf. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. What Absolutely terrible. The, the official bee color bag? of I bet. <laughs> Now, Lindsay Williams, first time I met her, she came in the studio and presented me with my own villa scarf. That that one right there on the wall. And so I only found it fair that now that you are a villainista, I present you with your own Aston Villa scarf. I will wear it proudly. Good. I present you with a shot of Malort because your fucking team lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mel, yours is you there sitting for you there, also too. crossed my mind when I was watching it. It was like, oh, I'm Good doing... thing they both lost, so whichever one you picked, you were like, getting a shot I'm of doing Malort. Malort no matter what. <laughs> Mel, you got your Malort there? I just handed uh, it over Yeah, to I you. just spilled a, a sample of beer, so I got that covered. There's a lot of uh, comments. Keith Kern saw that coming. Now Villa has eight fans. <laughs> <laughs> Some are calling this a slap in the face to Jane. 
Oh, Jane's awesome. Not at all. What, Not I, what at I would all. say to Keith in response and in y'all's defense is uh, y'all went from eight to 400,000 fans when the Saudis bought your club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We've got money now. Oh, shit. We like these guys. Yeah. Very oh good. My oh, my I have a shot of Malort. To yeah, do. and yeah, I, you do. Yeah, still tastes like the wrong end of horse's ass. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like, I. I do have to say, Brentford did lose, but guess who they're still ahead of? Who? Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> Which is say? always going to be a part, like, that's going to be a little piece of my heart no matter what. Me <laughs> too. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, when uh, Villa plays this summer, we're mm-hmm. on the same side as Fulham, so we'll be in the same kind of sections as the Fits for each other's games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which yep. I, I'm, I'm good with that. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, with, good. By the way, update on that. Yeah. Having closed on this house Friday and not having offloaded mine yet, uh-huh. ain't a whole lot of extra money. Heard. That's uh, fine. We figured you would sit in the parking lot and run the tailgate. That's exactly what I was saying, <laughs> is I'll probably show up for that bit. And be there for the tailgate. And be there for the tailgate and then fuck off. Well, you realize that tailgate's going to be over the course of two games, right? Yeah. So you'll just be there for... That's fine. All the Fulham people will be hanging out in the parking lot before Yeah, I'll go the, see uh, them. That's yeah. fine. I got well, nothing else the, to do. The idea is, honestly, it's going to be we're going to get all the Villa crew, our little setup in the middle, and all the Fulham people together and be in one part of the parking lot. Yeah, that's great. Because I, the only money I was allowed to spend was getting me and Tegan up to MetLife yeah, for Arsenal Man U. Uh, okay, there you yeah. go. So there you go. all my money's gone. There you Fair go. enough. Uh, well, and also those tickets sold out, so they probably were not cheap. Uh, I got them. They, they released uh, about a half hour okay. after they released for one. I think they were one twenty five a piece. Okay, not bad. I'm shite seats though. But oh yeah, you one twenty five a piece. Oh yeah, you up top, aren't you? Big time. Big time. <laughs> up high. Big time. Very high. Where are we at, Miss Houston? Our front row directly behind the goal cage. There was debate whether we wanted to be like, because Lindsay was like, you guys have first pick, you know, first row, second row, third row. Where do you guys want to go? And there was debate. I'm like, why are we debating? Uh, we, We have a good view. That's called television. To be close enough to maybe see Emmy Martinez hump in our faces or be able to touch Ollie Watkins. I mean, come on, front row bitches. So dick pics okay if it comes from Emmy Martinez? Is Uh that what you're saying? Yes. I'm going to smell his hair, Graham. See? (laughs) Careful, he's Argentinian. (laughs) All right, shots of the Lord. Do your shots. Yep. Done. You know what? Happy shots for the Villanistas. I mean, not happy, but, you know, up the villa. All right, so quick couple of questions here, Cole. Um, yeah. What is it that ultimately was the tiebreaker for you to go Villa instead of Brentford? So I will admit, Brentford had it, Jane. They had it by a bee's dick. Um, <laughs> but they also that. lost by a bee's dick. It was <laughs> really the, um, the community, you know? I mm-hmm. like hanging out with the Villanistas. Got I it. like our little crew. Well, and yeah. and fair, I didn't put any fair. pressure because I said we would hang out regardless, you know, for yep. games. <laughs> I think did I did a, for I games, think not I tried just, to do a you know, very Zilla. good job of not putting on too much pressure, not making it obvious, trying to like play it fucking cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as I put in a dummy scarf in one of the bags. But also, I mean, the live, ch- the, like we live chatted each other yeah. for, for the matches, like not even like coordinated. We couldn't watch the match together, mm-hmm. but we were still messaging mm-hmm. like all cool. the goals, like the play by plays, all that kind of stuff. 
And so I did really enjoy going to the Abbey and watching the Arsenal game. And I mm-hmm. thought, like, you know, like, I couldn't get my bribes. shit together in time to be a contender. I, I just, no, I just like that she contender. got the full Arsenal experience. The in well, one this day, place yeah. is awesome. This place is great. Look at all these guys; they're all wonderful and they're so great. And then by the end, it's like, fuck yeah, our fucking club. Actually, even 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 that part of it, like. The group of women who were over off in the corner, kind uh, of landing all them. Oh yeah. my god! It reminded me. It like took me back to my great grand aunt. She used to watch like NFL, like a lot of football, mm-hmm. and she would do that. Uh-huh. You ever want to hear like an eighty-five-year-old black woman? <laughs> have all the compound swears in the world let her favorite quarterback miss a throw like that's how these ladies were acting and it's just like it warmed my heart a little bit but at the same time she was was the one that had our scarves oh yeah yeah, yeah. like she does a lot of the merchandise handing out and ordering and all that kind of stuff yes so it was miss lynn and then pat uh, mm-hmm. Pat and Norm, um, mm-hmm. yeah. who travel a lot, but Pat was there as well, and they, they so they just go nuts. The they two of them, it's brilliant. So, they they went so hard; it was it's amazing. <laughs> live Arsenal TV, yeah, live Arsenal TV, and I was just like, okay, so so this is what we mm. need to bring to. And the, I was I was prepared. If she had Ooh. said Brentford, I was going to give her the other bag and be like, I a Brentford scarf, and I would have made good <laughs> on it. Mm-hmm. That's why I had two bags. Just in case. Well, in Brentford, like we were just talking about, I and mean, it's a very enjoyable club, and it and, is. You know, now you you and Jane is far more charming than I am. They've been very good at true moving <laughs> on, moving on to the next person, always finding the next guy up, mm-hmm. finding value. That changes a little though when you're in the Prem, right? That yeah. just it, especially consistently in the Premier League, because yeah. those players cost more now. It does. Yeah. It's not yeah, like you absolutely. could just go find, you know, a, yeah. a two million dollar signing or somebody free mm-hmm. from from a lower league that you could bring up and develop. It mm-hmm. just that doesn't happen. And also, let's face it: what's going to happen when your talismanic goal scorer and your coach are now in are now the front piece of interest for an entire summer? Like that's going to mm-hmm. be tough it's going to be very tough and and it, while they have a new stadium it's still a relatively small stadium so there's those financial barriers there's you're never going to be the massive club in in london that say arsenal or tottenham or even chelsea or Excuse west ham me. are to be a big club you need to win things <laughs> yes um we've got a special guest caller uh lindsay you're on with uh newest villainista Congratulations. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you know my favorite How does it feel? It feels great. I'm <laughs> super excited for this summer, I have to tell you. <laughs> uh, I just do one production note. Uh, next time when you have Lindsay on, uh-huh. please remember to refer to her by her Christian name, the Highness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Her Highness Lindsay yeah, is the Highness. Lindsay. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> the Highness is Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> For sure. Get it. The, um... no, that's Pat right now, which he might not make it to the to his bit, oh, he said. Brilliant. Um, no, the funniest meme I saw the weekend was uh, Prince Harry kneeling in front of his father. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, whispering, Dad, we lost one now. <laughs> <laughs> because they famously are Villa supporters as well. Oh, oh no, I thought they were uh, Arsenal supporters. Most of the family's they Arsenal. They famously yeah. are Villa supporters as well. Uh-oh. Except the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 
All good, all good. Oh, uh, yeah, ladies, uh, congratulations on your little crew that you're going to start doing. And Three I know Musketeers is why, not fully in effect. Well, yep. I know uh, talking with each of you a little bit uh, off show, it sounds like you guys really want to try to work and build up what the community is mm-hmm. for for Villa. And uh, Cole, there was something you said that was a great compliment about when you went to the Abbey that you had mentioned to me. What Do you remember what that was that you had said? I don't. You were, Sorry. You were, arsenal left on her. Well, you were impressed. You were impressed. What you had said to me was, is that you were impressed by what you saw there, and it inspired you to want to create that with oh, your yeah. club. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> like what Charm City has done as a a supporter group is just phenomenal. Like it, it's yeah. it's amazing. And so yes, we will be doing mm-hmm. that. <laughs> So, We're gonna be doing that. I'm excited to have that kind of energy and like, you know, have a group of us sitting in the corner screaming obscenities. At the yeah. <laughs> so, right. we, we are the I'm oldest. Super relieved. Like I've been playing so cool that I don't even know how to feel right now. We are the oldest official supporters group in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've been around for like between 13 and 15 years. Right. So it's just taking time and yeah. consistency. Yeah. So you got to find a bar like the Abbey has been the best partner. Mm-hmm. They right. open up outside of their normal business hours to show right. games. Yeah. So yep. we have somewhere to show up to. Yep. Yeah. We exactly. never change yeah. the venue. Even and that's, that's the biggest. Right. Always. It just always. That's the, the biggest thing is we never change the venue. Yeah. So people always know, shit, it's match mm-hmm. day. I know where to go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you got to find a bar that'll jump on that with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some weeks it's going to fucking suck. Only yeah. four people are going to show up. That right. happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like I remember the first game back from uh, like COVID that the Abbey was actually open and they had the thing barriers up between chairs and everything else and I'm like there's no way people are staying away we've missed each other so much I, I was there with two other people that was the day the Manchester United riots <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. uh, wow. they were, when they were playing it afterwards right when the Super League came out mm-hmm. yep and um, but yeah so like two people were there but they were mm-hmm. open they were right. there for us. Yeah, they were there exactly. for me and the other yeah. guy that showed up at halftime. Right. <laughs> the bartender felt so bad for me, but he bought me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, let's do a shot together because I just feel bad you're sitting here by yourself. And I was like, cheers, man. But, but you I know, mean, but the that's other... the thing is that consistency of yeah. them being there and being open. Mm-hmm. That's what makes people show up. Yeah. And, and finding yeah. like, you know, 100%. Lindsay, I, yeah. Lindsay and I found each other and mm-hmm. Lindsay's finding more people online yeah. and she's yeah. really taking advantage of the game this summer to find yeah, and bring in more yeah. to the fold. And so I'm I've told her I'm here to support her. And now you've got Nicole yeah. and doing what we yeah. did with the, with the DUFC Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we went from nothing to 400 some odd people. Yeah. That's now, amazing. You add the numbers, sure. You know what? Fifty people probably regularly contribute. Right, but yeah. it's constant. But it's, it's constant, constant. and that's all you need. I mean, we show up to the Abbey, but between twenty-five and fifty every game. Right, mm-hmm. the big games, there's hundred and ten that show up, kind of thing. So it's just finding that group, wow. finding that niche, and getting people, and you'll find them, and it'll it'll be there. Yep. Very good. Well, I mean, and, Villa and like are said, sticking around for many evenings yeah, to yeah. come. They're going to be <laughs> and our fan base okay. is growing. Can I just tell you, I am super effing surprised that even the top two teams are in the top 10 of the Prem. Like, I do not choose right. teams well. I've been a Washington sports yeah. team supporter for a very long time. It's led to a lot of heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just prepared. I'm like, you know what? 
probably going to get my heart broken. It's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be my club. I'm going to do it no, anyway. No, Villa Fox. Villa Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and not just, you know, like, can it be over now, Fox? Like, oh, they, yeah. they, they get you it. there. They get you there. They, they keep it interesting. Kind. One of the things I love in the club is there's a lot of love between the players, and it shows. There's yeah. so much man yeah. kissing, and there's so much cheers for each other, and it bleeds mm-hmm. off into their personal lives mm-hmm. off the field. And, yeah, I'm welcome. Welcome to the team. And can I just say one other thing, Lindsay, too, in your efforts to build up this D.C. supporters group, uh, kind of D.C. Annapolis supporters group, um, I know I, I'm confident I can speak on behalf of Simon. Um, and as he's done with many supporters clubs in Baltimore, any advice that he can offer, I know that he will always mm-hmm. answer emails and that's that right. kind of stuff. Like we've we to the point where we've actually set up charity football matches against other supporters groups in Baltimore. Like the that's grown really great. So, so very well. Um, but yeah, anything that we can do to be of service to help set that up because growing the sport in general. Ultimately, when Villa get relegated in another 15 years, they're just going to become Arsenal supporters anyway. So, Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Here we go. Pro-Arsenal agenda yet again. Oh. <laughs> and I'll, I'll leave you with one nugget and then I'll shut up. As I think I forgot to mention this when I got rehired uh, into the Premier League, do none of us remember the butler from Mr. Deeds? <laughs> No, none of us the do. Betty, 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 sneaky, <laughs> nope. sir. Nope. That is nope. Unai You're Emery one. to a fucking T. Okay. Hashtag jealousy. Hashtag Google it. <laughs> All right. You so. won't be able to unsee it. All right. Lin- Lindsay, uh, please plug away where people can um, find local villa chapters on Facebook and all that good stuff. And if they're still looking to um, find out more about the summer series that's coming to town and the plans that you're working on currently for all the villa supporters. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, we do have our um, Aston Villa Maryland group, which is growing. Um, And also there's a Capital Villains group for those who are located in D.C. And we do have the Aston Villa North America group, which is just really amazing. And um, Nicole, you'll get to be part of that as well and meet just lots of amazing Villa fans this summer. And I'm so excited that you have front row seats, literally to Emmy Martinez. I mean, <laughs> literally front row seats. Um, you cannot get any closer to him unless you invaded the pitch, um, which I'm not encouraging, oh, but, um, yes, <laughs> but, um, is that an option? Well, leaving, I know, right? If you're leaving me outside to drink all day, there's a possibility <laughs> well, wait a minute. that if, I run in there naked. If, if we invade the pitch, would that get us banned from all Premier League games in the U.S. or just FedEx Field? Because I'm fine getting banned from FedEx Field. Yeah, you'd probably be okay there. Well, no, uh, USA does it a little differently. They just arrest you, and I'll let you sit in the cell I'm and think about it I'm fine getting arrested. I'll, I'll bail you out the next morning, but I'll definitely let you chew on it a little bit. Can I also please get banned from FedEx Field? Sure. Thing. Okay, cool. I was buying us matching t-shirts that said I survived the Dan Snyder era, and I was hoping we could debut them I at the first love, game of next season. You know what? I will yes. be there for that. <laughs> All right. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, congratulations on your newest villain. Thank you. Congratulations, Thank Nicole you. and Melissa. We're Thank so excited. So Thank you for everything yeah. and for like oh. all your support. And yeah. More. More, oh, to cool. come. More to come. Yes, yes, Lindsay, yes. Lindsay, always good to talk to you. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. The, the really whole appreciate it. New Monarch thing. 
thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just means just means a villa a villa supporter is one step closer to being a king. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 as always, bless your little cotton socks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, kind sir. Thank you, and and what a win today by Everton. Oh, thank you. Shout very out much. to the toughies. Thank oh, you. Yeah, appreciate that was it. Fucking decent. <laughs> that. Yeah. I'm just afraid they <laughs> blew their load in one day. In one it wasn't game. bad. It was yeah. not bad. Thanks, Lindsay. We'll talk soon, darling. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. All right, there you have it, Cole. You've Congratulations. got your club. I do. <laughs> you, you have your community. Oh, your you glasses have your are fogging up. Are you crying? I know, I know. Oh, all, all excited. <laughs> and and the other, the other beautiful thing is, is now you got McGinn and all that ass. <laughs> That is literally the best fuck up of the show's history. The cheer, the cheer soundtrack, and all that ass. I'm going to fade that out. I'm definitely going to fade that out into the ice break. I'm, I'm leaving it in. Oh, my God. Leave I believe it in. the kids leave say production been on fleek today. <laughs> Rounding out the rest of the league. And, oh, so that happened. Arsenal 2, Newcastle 0, Chelsea 3, Bournemouth 1, Man City 2, Leeds 1, Tottenham won, Palace nil, West Ham won, Manchester United nil. The weekend was kind of, hmm, eh, uh, and oh, then Monday fucking happened. No Fulham shit. Fulham five, Leicester three, Everton five, Brighton one, Forest four, Southampton three. Um, Not to be undone, and we just the way we kind of did it this week is we wanted to get the midweek done, and we definitely wanted to spend a segment talking with, with Cole, and then we kind of put everything in the end. Your match was anything but an Oso match. It, no, was it was awesome. A fantastic battle of two teams really in fucking form right now. Yeah, 100%. It was a, a fucking cracking game. End to end stuff. There was chippiness. There was a couple goals. There was controversy. The post was hit. Both goalkeepers made amazing saves, although Aaron Ramsdale's were a bit better. I do have to say so myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was fucking brilliant. The, the game was stopped on for more than two minutes on two separate occasions for kind of bust-ups. Um, and you know, like when people aren't going to do something, they get really loud and chippy. Usually mm-hmm. that means they're, they're probably not going to do anything. But did you see the way Granite Jaka was smiling and just kind of nodding and pointing at somebody? I was like, this dude's going to rip somebody's throat out. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> it was awesome. So I needed two things in my little side fun bet that I could do and one of them very much disappoints me i needed both teams to score i had picked arsenal to win mm-hmm. Need both teams score obviously both teams didn't score i needed uh over nine corners i had over nine corners and i need granite chaka to get a yellow for fuck's sake man and he should have <laughs> you not get a yellow how do you not get a yellow in this match i was like that's the safest part of the bet is granite chaka getting a yellow yeah. in this match and the, that's gonna happen the best part about this though for me mm-hmm. what brings the funny is Gabriel Jesus telling Kieran Trippier he was short to his face, just straight up insulting his ass. They were jawing back and forth. Yeah. And now you could see Trippier, the camera stayed on them, and Trippier was like, fuck off, man, fuck off. Right. And Gabriel Jesus goes, me fuck off. And he goes, you. And he did the, 
the hand sign like you're really brilliant. Short. <laughs> Who brilliant. are you? And then proceeded to go back into him from the throw-in and like hold him off, and it, it was fantastic. Uh, it, the game had everything. It was awesome. Odegaard should have had a second goal. Mm-hmm. Would have made it a bit more comfortable. Um, but Gabriel Martinelli being as direct and and as you know as energetic as you like as he has been all season and forcing Fabian Cher, who was a bit of a cunt earlier in the game, uh, into an own goal, and it was um, totally deserved in my opinion. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. Well. Uh, basically for his elbow on Gabrielle's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he went in. I think it was him. Might have been Botman, but I think it was Fabian Scher who went in on Granite Jaka <laughs> later in a game that I was surprised wasn't a card yeah. either. Went in kind of – both feet yeah. were off the ground, but one of his studs was definitely showing. Yeah. Uh, and just ended up kind of kneeing him almost Charlie Horse style, like in that side back of his thigh as he was trying to turn with the ball. And uh, got nothing except yeah. a regular foul. Yeah, uh, it was it was a fantastic game. It's a great answer from from Arsenal. The chase is on now. Yep. You've got winnable games the rest of the way, and it's like all you need is for City to make one mistake. And now the it the the tide turns. The pressure is now put on city and that's where that's going to yeah. come and we're going to go on to that in just a second uh chelsea finally get a win under frank uh i would say that game was even at 1-1 and the cherries got screwed because there was definitely a fucking penalty on dominic Solanke. and then chelsea get two at the end and they don't deserve to be winners no i, I don't think that think game's I... completely different if the penalty gets sco- if the penalty gets called and the penalty gets scored yeah 100 percent um uh bit of controversy in the Arsenal game as well as this one obviously with that one not being called mm-hmm. Kiviar's obviously the Newcastle fans thought should have been called but even Lee Dixon said it on the commentary where after you've seen the replay 76 times it definitely looks like it comes off his thigh yeah yeah because <laughs> it, it took a very long time to make that decision oh yeah it did um but yeah, Solanke definitely got fouled, in my opinion I think it should have yeah. been a penalty and it was Bournemouth, two hands on the back pushed to the ground if Bournemouth go two one up you Chelsea doesn't it Chelsea, respond to it. Chelsea implodes. There was talk midweek in in Arsenal versus Chelsea that the the Chelsea supporters or uh, fans rather, fuck me, players were fighting amongst themselves in on the bench. In it the, doesn't in surprise the seat, me. It doesn't dugout. surprise me. Um, so <clears throat> for them to turn around and respond like this, and it almost seemed like it was more moments of individual brilliance rather than the team still coming together to do something. Because I still think that's a team very much divided. Uh, you know who they need? They're not going to get because he is not going to go back there, but they need a Carlo Ancelotti type coach. That's the next coach they need. They need Someone a that can Mourinho manage. Is what they need. <laughs> Sign me up for that. <laughs> do you know the, the fucking... I mean, Big Sam for four games has given us a lot. Mm-hmm. But if Mourinho comes back, it's a half a season. Of fucking, for a third time. That's a half a season of content right yeah, there. I mean, we because just... you heard what Mourinho was up to at the weekend. No, no, I did not. What there is mean? a particular referee in, in Italy that he does not care for. He hates him. He says he's he's the worst referee he's ever. He said he's dealt with a lot of very bad referees, but this particular guy is just horrible, was the quote. Just horrible. <laughs> and I guess in some random match report, Mourinho thought that the referee said something that was untrue about Mourinho speaking to him or the fourth official or somebody. Mm-hmm. Mourinho decided to wear a wire <laughs> to record all of his interactions with the fourth official of course he and the referee. <laughs> and he, but he told everybody about it. So it's not a wire. It's very funny. 
Fucking yeah, that the man's a, just he's I an need evil that genius back in my life. <laughs> he's an evil fucking genius. <laughs> week in week out, I need that back yeah, in my life. Just, oh just my want the drama. <laughs> I know because it's brilliant. The jokes write themselves. I don't have to do any work. So Great. here we go. Leeds United, the Big Sam era has begun, and it starts. If you got it ready for us, Mel, right off the jump, old Big Sam comes out spitting fucking fire. Far too many people think that that I am old and antiquated, which is no far, so far from the truth. I might be 68 and look old, but there's nobody, there's nobody ahead of me in football terms. Not Pep, not not Klopp, not Arteta. So it's all there with me. And that comes courtesy to you from the CGTN sports team. Is that what that said? <laughs> Want to make sure we give them their credit since we use their clip. Okay, very good. Yes, so we don't man. get sued. All right, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. It's <laughs> or, not Saturday, Saturday. It's cover, 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 cover. It's just wrong, <laughs> yeah. it's, but it's funny. <laughs> it's not Saturday. He was dead serious. Uh, but you know what? You know what? The match came out in, in City comfortably won. They were playing great. They were up 2 nothing. They could have been up 10 nothing. but it almost felt like Pep was trying to overthink the match. Oh, like 100%. Pep was like, I need to show this fucker who I am. Like, yeah. And it didn't work. It didn't work at all. <laughs> and then did you, the funniest thing that I saw following this one was, um, was the, so these were the two funniest things that happened this weekend. I'll come back to the Chelsea one in a second. Cause mm -hmm. it's just a really quick anecdote. That's very funny. <laughs> this one, Pep was asked why he was so incensed at the end of the game and them having one and being a step closer to the title. He said, well, because Holland didn't make a business decision. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yep. Well, was it uh, uh, Gundogan who was on, on a, a hat, hat trick? trick. Yep. And Holland is their penalty taker. Yep. And instead of taking the penalty, the business decision, going, <laughs> fuck you, I'm the penalty taker, I'm doing it, he gave up the responsibility to Gundogan so he could get his hat trick, and then he missed it. Which is what happens every single time there's a penalty and uh -huh. someone's on a brace. You go to hand them the ball to, they, to go for the hat you trick. let they, them say they no. They fuck it off every single... Mm -hmm. But they fuck it off every but he's a, single time He's a young guy. Yeah. Gundogan is an experienced senior pro. He's the captain mm -hmm. of, the, of the side. He's the number one. So when he's not on the pitch, he's not the captain. But if he gets subbed in, they over give his, him the, arm the captain's band. armband, yeah. it goes on his fucking arm. So he's the number one guy. And I get what he was, what Holland was doing, but then you turn around, boom, other end, Rodrigo, goal, two to one. Suddenly now you got to think about this shit. Oh, yeah. You've been controlling and, the And again, they've already subbed out. Better team. They've already subbed out some players. They've mm -hmm. already kind of, you know, taken their foot off the gas a bit. <laughs> That's what we're hoping for. The problem is their second team is also very good. Yeah. So they were able to deal with that bit of Leeds pressure uh, there at the end. Um, the other funny thing, and I forgot to say it Please, when we did Chelsea. it, Chelsea's win, their fans uh, serenaded them leaving the pitch with uh, uh, we're staying up. Uh, the chant <laughs> having a laugh in the Premier League I think is what they were singing because oh they, they're safe because they're officially <laughs> mathematically safe, safe oh my which god is Fantastic. I mean, Chelsea, the <laughs> rest of the way. Yeah. Chelsea, the rest Brilliant. of the way. Just to jump back to them, they've got to do everything they can to fucking finish in the top 10. I know. Because otherwise, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's such a, for the money they've spent, that's another 10 million, another 10 million. The lower they fall, uh -huh. that's more revenue that they lose. And they've spent so much, which right. means Todd Bowler could have back in an all star game. So much. 
Like they're gonna have to sell a ton. Yes, I can't tell Star King. <laughs> now, moving on to Tottenham Palace. Tottenham desperately needed to finally get a win. It wasn't pretty, but they finally fucking got one. Yeah, they did. Uh, Harry Kane with the header, obviously. Um, it was, you know, a pretty boring game, to be honest with you. Spurs had pretty much all the chances, uh, and there wasn't much in the game other than that. Um, Son had a few chances but missed, uh, and then Palace had a chance here or there, but nothing really of note, you know. Yeah. Um, Fraser Forrester, I think, had to make two kind of routine saves. Yeah. So it was just kind of boring what you would expect to happen obviously i had high hopes going into the game for palace because of how spurs have been right uh, but they seem to have figured it out and kind of calmed down a little bit here our uh, good friend brad down in narnia has already called it the soothsayer that he is uh he said we're going to finish comfortably 12th where are they currently sitting 12th yep. is there anybody close to catching them no are they close to catching anyone no, no. well they They're were comfortably 12 they were close to chelsea until chelsea just <laughs> yeah. got this win yeah they are now comfortably 12 yeah. that's just what they're what they're gonna be man <laughs> and it, it just uh, i i'm sure for them the expectation was so much greater this season and they're happy to just be up but at the same time they're gonna be like what the fuck are we gonna do now mm -hmm. like how are you gonna how are we gonna move on from there uh, deja vu again for United in the same week. Oh my God, a penalty. <laughs> right, no shit. Um, sloppy first half from both midfields and a very terrible mistake from David De Gea mm -hmm. in this one uh, against West Ham. They, um, it was just, I don't know what happened. It looked like he may have slipped a little bit, right? but he still got a hand to it. Yeah. And it wasn't an exceptional shot from Ben Rama. He no. should have been able to save it. No, I, I should have saved it. I don't understand. Um, I did notice that a lot of the London games especially had very big, rousing, God Save the King beginnings mm -hmm. as it was Coronation Weekend. Right. Um, I'm going to go back quickly to Liverpool-Brentford. <laughs> oh, let, let, me, let me guess. The Scousers had a different reaction. They booed the entire time <laughs> the music was on. And it just goes back to Scouse Not English and, <laughs> and that whole kind of mantra of the area as they've been neglected by the at least perceived i don't know enough about the situation yeah. to and it's, pick a side but yeah and it's not a rose it's not a, a rose colored versus blue colored sunglasses if it was at goodison they would have been the same thing, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing they could agree on ah fuck the monarch yeah. <laughs> like, so fuck all of england we're, yeah. we're scouts it, it's very much like Barcelona, they're Catalonians. They aren't Spaniards. It's yeah, exact exactly. Same, exact same philosophy. So I just wanted, as we closed out the kind of games in the London area, yeah. I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that, <laughs> that it was very noticeably different feelings. Even if you looked at Newcastle, they were bumping God Save the King, and everybody was singing. Yep. Uh, Liverpool. <laughs> now, not mathematically safe, but the Irons did a lot with that victory to put themselves in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get on to that in a second. The last question, of course, we're going to figure out who's going down this week because that's the new it's game. Changing it's changing every year. It's the new game show here on the DU Football Show. Yeah. Who's going down <laughs> this week? Yeah, no um, shit. Okay, and then fucking today happened. Jesus. What was this fucking orgy of goals? Four nothing. Fulham was up like in the 55th minute. It was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> well, three of like the worst scoring teams in the league, right, are playing somebody that scores a decent amount of goals in Leicester and somebody that actually had a pretty good goal return in Brighton this season, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the other three or four aren't very good at scoring goals specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fulham five, Leicester three, so it was eight. Eight. 
Everton five, Brighton one, so that's six. It's 14. 14. And then Nottingham Forest four, Southampton three. And Nottingham Forest had a fifth disallowed by VAR. Yeah. So the seven there says 21 goals. In three games. In An average of seven matches. Seven in, goals a match. Yeah, in 270... <laughs> Minutes of football, so that's an average of a goal just about every twelve minutes. Fucking ridiculous! And here's the thing: so Fulham, the one thing they got to be worried about, and we've talked about this, they're missing a little bit of their spine with Ream and Pereira being hurt. But uh, uh, Thomas Kearney comes. How you doing? Here's a brace. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck did he come from with goals? Um, our boy. That, that's the other thing. Huh, I'm gonna pull the fucking game out there. Everybody had weird people scoring. Definitely, everyone did. Definitely, my mine was two guys with braces, and the own goal was from the one of the guys who had the brace. Um, but yeah. the so for uh, our boy Rob with the fits, uh, put up a great video of him uh, doing a little serenade to uh, Tommy Boy for um, for, <laughs> for scoring his brace today. That's pretty good. I, it's I'll tell you what, in and also you know uh, Willian getting a, a getting a brace and Vaniscus getting a goal. Uh, this is the last game they are without Mitro. Mitro comes back, so maybe they are able to make that push. Maybe they can finish in front of in front of Brentford. I think those teams are very tight. I think collectively, both of them want to be in the top 10. And I would say Fulham, no offense to Brentford, Fulham has more of an eye on staying in front of Chelsea than they do leapfrogging Brentford. I mean, it's a rival. Both of those teams are big rivals to Fulham, but I think them finishing above Chelsea in the table would be everything to them as supporters. It was just moving to Leicester in that regards, though. We talked about this already with Leicester. They have the ability to score a fuck ton of goals, right? The problem is they have the ability to give up a fuck ton of goals. And that is exactly what happened in this one. You're like, great. All right. You know what? Hey, Leicester put three on the board. Doesn't fucking matter when you give up five. Right. Exactly. And that's been the, the mark of that team this season is defensively. They are absolute dog shit. Voutface is not good. He is yeah. not a good defender. So Yunchu got dropped for a reason. Yeah. Now it's been difficult without... Um, uh, Johnny Evans being available for most of the season, mm-hmm. being you know carrying either a, a minor injury or being out altogether, um, but you got to figure out a way to to do something different here. I mean, in January they could have went and bought a championship struggling center back and done better than this. They could have gotten a loan deal from somebody in the Premier League and gotten better than what they've got. And this is absurd. Here's the problem: goal differential may not save them. Like they've got a much better goal differential. Oh than- yeah. Than uh, Everton, Forest, uh, Southampton, but and not Leeds. if they keep shipping goals like this. They're they're up to a minus fifteen. Y'all are down yeah. to a minus twenty one. Yep. Forest are pretty much they're they're they need to score the points because they're at a minus thirty one. Also, um, by the way, Graham, I've got everybody's games listed out at the bottom right, here. Perfect. We'll get to that in a second. Let's kind of wrap up the rest of the games first before we get to there. Um, Jesus fucking Christ! Sorry, Russ Everton. My God, so, uh, you want you want a fun fact? Sure. Everton, live league table. Everton have scored 32 goals this season. Mm -hmm. Five of those were today. Yes. That is a return of 15.6% of your total season goals happened today. Uh Uh-huh. Or just under one-sixth. So 100% of the time, 15% of them happen today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well done, Mel. Thank you. The Here's the thing. That's terrible. That's a damning stat. (laughs) Brighton. 79% 79% possession, oh my God. 25 shots, 10 on target, lose 5-1 to one 
on Everton's six shots on target. Everton were fucking ruthless. Oh, dice gone and, dice. And it was all counterattacking. And it could, there was... There was a couple more that could have gone in. It mm-hmm. could have easily have been four nothing at halftime uh, instead of three nothing at halftime. And just and then McNeil shithousing <laughs> ran right over to the Brighton fans, gave him a salute. Yep. And then you saw an old guy giving a finger and doing the fuck off. <laughs> so double fuck you. And then gave him the two wanker and yelled out wanker. I I like uh, what Taylor put up. He said clearly he's saying like, he's saying I'm a seagull. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, yeah. that's what he's saying. Yeah. Do do. Do, 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 do yourself. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Like, if Everton don't score that goal in the first minute, come out and just punch him in the face right away. The game's very different. Brighton probably wins this match. The game's like, very different. Yeah. It was, they, they absolutely look past you next week. And, like, Matomo was owning Patterson down the side at the start of the game. I as mean, we was, talked about, Patterson's not very good. Right. Well, Patterson grew into the game and had a good end of the match. Oh, but, oh by the way, here's something. Imagine what happens when you put your best athletic players on the pitch and you allow them to play, a.k.a. Yuri fucking Mina. It was completely different. Like, they had a lot of possession, but everything was coming in the middle and just being cleared out. Tark and Mina, everything gone, 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 gone. Yeah. Blocking shots, just doing everything right, doing all the gritty work. Amazing what happens when you put your best defensive player on the field and allow him to fucking play. You know what the problem is? Frank, obviously too stupid to speak Spanish to Mina. Mm-hmm. Um, who was next? Dice. It was just Dice. Dice. You yeah. only had two? Yeah. I would love to hear Dice's <laughs> attempt. At speaking Spanish to Yeri Mina. He looky like he need a English to Spanish translation book. Hey, hola, motherfucker. <laughs> Why do you have a scarf on? And we're hard here. We don't wear clothes in the winter. <clears throat> How, here's the other brilliant thing. I know you didn't get to watch a ton of the this match, but Yeri Mina, the shithousing of all shithousing, gets a yellow card for delaying the game in the 27th minute <laughs> and then never got another yellow just that that I'm gonna fuck with them just like I'm gonna tell them they're stupid like their father and I'm just gonna watch Walk them self destruct yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch them just fall apart it was just brilliant it was very funny Zerbi makes four changes at halftime four <laughs> like, yeah, Zerby like was none pissed. of you cunts are doing your jobs <laughs> yeah that was fantastic DeCorey with two his second ball his second goal a great cross from uh, from McNeil that he one time just rockets it into the top uh, near side did he celebrate by choking uh, Estupion <laughs> not that, no he didn't bruise anybody's eyebrow everybody will be alright you know hey with it, too soon the nation still mourns the, um, that, that moment of violence uh, put upon uh, Tyler uh, Adams uh, no on uh, on Harry Kane oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's he's, right. He's, he, the, the eye's still a little tender. You got to give him a break there. <laughs> but a monster win moves Everton up to 16th place until Forrest come out and lay down the thunder, go up 2 nothing quickly yep. on Southampton, only to find Southampton to make it 2-1. to one. Then Forrest make it 3-1. to one. Then they make it... Four to one, then mm-hmm. it's four to two, then it's four to three. <laughs> then it's five three, then VAR. Yep, and then it's five three, and then VAR. And then it finishes, yeah. It was wild. What a fucking wild game. Uh, the the Saints now are to their to their last 
breath. It is they have to win out. They cannot get anything but three points. If they get anything but three points next week, they are officially uh, relegated. Yeah, sorry, Kenny. Uh, it just here, it's unfortunate for Southampton, but we've looked at this multiple times over and over and over again throughout the season, and we've said on injury time about different teams. This is the one you have to win. Leicester would do it. Everton would do it. Forrest would do it. Southampton would never fucking do it. Yeah. When here's the game, you have Palace at home. This is one you have to win. Fuck it off and lose. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just what they've been doing. It's like, great, you got that draw, that really dramatic draw against uh, against Tottenham, but... <sighs> 600 million pounds goes a long way to having a third manager in the dugout for the season. Yeah. Yeah. When you're on the shoestring budget, Southampton does. It is the normal damning statistic that it is, yeah. and you will probably be relegated. Yeah. Now the one that's I, how it that's how the footballs do you. That's but that's also one of those clubs that I feel very confident will get down there, fix it quickly, and be right the fuck back up. I I'm not so sure anymore. Yeah, I, I feel like they. There's they, a lot of really strong clubs in the championship <laughs> now, and if they lose their talisman and James Ward-Prowse, I think they're in trouble. Okay. I don't enough. think they'll go down to League One. But I think they're in trouble. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, well, like I said, we're going to play that game. Who's going down this week? Let's go ahead and give you from 15th to 20th because... I got to physically see it because it's so fucking confusing. Technically, <laughs> West Ham is not out of it yet. They still could be sent down. Mm -hmm. But... We're going to start with them and their schedules. Oh, you got the uh, you got the nerds odds up as well? I've got the nerds odds up if you want. <clears throat> Very good. So, for West Ham, they have... Look at us doing some admin. At Brentford, Leeds at home, and at Leicester. I think they find a point somewhere in there, if not multiple points, because they're playing the teams around them. I feel I like they're going to be... This is West Ham, yeah? Yeah. I think they beat Leeds <clears throat> and probably beat Southampton. I think there's six Leicester, points left Leicester. in there. Lester, oh, Lester, I'm sorry. Lester. I think they beat both of them yeah. uh, and actually find the points to finish above Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, just, I'm joking about that part. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think they could actually be the ones that are comfortably 12th. Cool. What, uh, what are the odds on uh, West Ham? Less than 1% chance. Yeah. it's They're all but safe, but they could Paqueta still coming back has been fucking massive for them. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I can't tell you, actually, because if somebody else does it, I'll lose him. Okay, heard. Very good. I now, just told you, if you can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Nottingham Forest has at Chelsea, Arsenal, and at Palace. At Palace a is fucked a, run in. <laughs> at Palace is a winnable game because Palace won't care won't by care, that yeah. point. But Chelsea and Arsenal, like, ugh, you can find yourself where you have to win on the final day. You may already be fucked at that point. You know? They may fire Frank just to prove a point since they're mathematically safe now. <laughs> Chelsea. Just to be assholes. Just to be dicks. They're like, thanks, you got us the three. Fuck you, you get, get fired. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be yet another team to fire you. Have fun. Uh, for me, I fear for Forrest. I do fear for Forrest as well. Uh, but which one's at home? Uh, Arsenal is at home. Yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, they are. They, the other two are. We're on the not road. losing to them at home <clears throat> at this at this stage. What I don't are, care how loud they are. What is Nottingham's forest uh, chance of staying up, Mel? Thirty-seven percent chance of going down. Going down. I'm sorry. Very good. Uh, next up, we have Everton, who is in seventeenth place. City at home, likely a loss. Maybe in some world for oh, you, Sam Goodison. They can, you're winning well, it. Uh, we only need a draw, wouldn't we, to get you where you needed to be? No, I'm having you win it. 
But if we get a draw, that's enough to get you the title. But if you it? win it, it's better for me. <laughs> okay. Well, let's 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 live in a world of reality here. And reality is they are between the two Real Madrid games. Exactly. And here's my key. My key is I need, sad to say, the old fascist Real Madrid <laughs> to get a fucking point or win one nil. And all City will be thinking about is that second leg. Heard. They won't give a fuck about y'all. And then Everton have at Wolves, which now just go get a point and all. But now I'm worried that you just blew your load. Right. And you won't have enough in the tank. True. To do this. And then uh, Bournemouth at home to finish out the season. Of everyone looking at these, they have the easiest run in. And that's with them playing City. They have the easiest run into the Yeah, group. I would tend to agree because Bournemouth are essentially <clears throat> safe as well right. on 39 because um, Leicester's not going to win out, which we'll obviously come on to next. Right. Uh, and, but so I, I I think you all are pretty much safe, and yeah. I'd probably put them in the 40s. So where do we have percentage of going down? Of staying up, I mean. Mel, what's the uh, percentage? 28%. Of going oh, down. Wow, wow. Mm -hmm. good, good. Oh. Last week it was like 50. Before yeah. that it was 62. Yeah. You're at 28%, sir. Very oh, good. So they, they did you a solid there, <clears throat> giving you less than a third chance to go down. Because yeah. I would have said about 40 to go down, 60 yeah. to stay up. Because even, even looking back over these uh, lineups, like West Ham might have, they play some lesser sides with Leeds and Leicester, but those two teams will be fighting to stay up. So I... Like, do you want to play somebody that's fighting to stay up, or do you want to play someone who's already on Dubai time? Like, you mm -hmm. know, that's with with particularly Wolves and Bournemouth. If you score first, they will fuck it off. They won't mm -hmm. care. Now, if they score first, they'll decide to have a game that day. They'll fucking play you. But, you know, um, now moving on to Leicester, who is currently in 18th place. They have Liverpool at Newcastle and home to West Ham. They're that is a fucked. tough run-in. I think Leicester, <clears throat> I mean, you really, I, I don't see them winning the rest of the season. They Especially about today. today. Yeah. They needed today. They did everything right. They got the win. They got the draw against Leeds. They got the draw against Everton. It seemed like they were going to be safe. They really fucked up by losing this one today. This right. one really killed them. If I get within five points higher or lower, five points either side of their percentage, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. 100 bucks towards my betting total so I can say I won something this year. <laughs> okay, we'll give you that one. 75% to go down. 64. Fuck you! <laughs> wow. 11. Yeah. God damn it. Um... Now now on to Leeds. Leeds have Newcastle at home, at West Ham, Tottenham at home. I, I feel I feel like Big Sam can find some points in here, especially the West Ham, home. I think. Did you not hear? He's greater than Klopp and everybody. I, I really <laughs> that, uh, now, now, he, now here's the thing. Leeds have been right miserable there, this season. Put myself right up there with them. Meslier got benched. They went with Joel Robles in in the net. I, but they're still bad on defense. And and it wasn't like City didn't have chances to make it a lot worse. They should have made it a lot worse. Yeah. I think Pep got in his own way in that match more so than 
suddenly leads that suddenly leads were playing stout defense. They really weren't. There were more than enough chances, but you can't help but look at that and go, Newcastle at home, they could fuck up Newcastle's world. Newcastle is good I also on the think, road. I also think Manchester United have a bigger chance of falling out of the Champions League spaces than Newcastle do. If, so I think that's that's true. I think they could eke out a nil nil against yeah. Newcastle. At West Ham, West Ham may already be safe by that mm-hmm. point, worrying about uh, a Europa final, I mean, a, a McRib Cup final potentially. Right. Like, there's that. Then Tottenham may already be comfortably safe in Europe at that point, not knowing where they're going to be, but at least comfortably safe, not really playing for the manager, not really giving a shit. Like, yeah. I, I hate to admit it. I thought it was a bad move at first. I laughed with my teeth out when fucking Big Sam got hired. He might be able to pull it the fuck off. Yeah. He really might be able to. Like, because I'm looking at other wait. teams' run-ins. Like, I don't feel comfortable with Forrest, and I don't feel comfortable with Lester's run-ins the rest of the way. No, and I honestly don't care either way because he gave us what he needed to give us, and it was that press conference we played earlier for you. <laughs> because it, it is the Crowder meme. Right, yeah. it is the change my mind. It, it now I can use. I did it in sound check. Yeah. Right when mm-hmm. when somebody or before the show started, but we were on stream, and who was it that said that was singing? <laughs> and that, so, what? <laughs> Celine Dion, <laughs> Rihanna, Shakira. You could put me up there with a lot of them. I'm a fucking I'm just diva. As, I'm just as fucking good as they are. I'm a fucking diva. <laughs> in terms of knowledge, depth of knowledge. Experience. Mm-hmm. I can carry a tune. It's the best. Yeah. That's what I told you. Well, uh, one of the other uh, uh, shows we listened to made the joke about the coronation. Yep. King Arthur, Henry VIII. So finally, brilliant. finally, we have Southampton. And Southampton, to do the great escape, have to win all three of these. Hey, they're going, man. Uh, Fulham, at Brighton, and Liverpool. If they get past Fulham, maybe they no. can do it to Brighton. Maybe. They're not doing it to fuck. Oh, we didn't mention, by the way, uh, Leeds' chance of going down. 71%. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, not at all. The smell test feels like they're the one that might sneak it out. Mm -hmm. And then Southampton, what are their chances going? They're going to be like 90. I say 90, 91. Greater, because there's a little greater sign in it. Mathematically greater than 99%. Wow. 99.6.7.1. Yeah. Wow. Bigger than 99%. So, Graham. Less than 100. So, there's a chance. So, Graham, who are your your three? Who do you think this week are going down? Southampton's nailed on. This can change. In in my opinion, Southampton's nailed on. You know, the nerds finally got it right. Only took them all season. <laughs> but they finally got something right. I think they're done. I think Leeds have a very difficult run-in, and mm-hmm. it, they're, they're going to find it especially tough. Um, at Leicester have the worst run-in of the bunch. I just can't see where Leicester's going to win another game. Okay, so you think Forrest might figure out a way to stay up, huh? Yeah, and with, so with you guys and Forrest winning today, right, that's the, the biggest thing because Leeds entering the weekend – didn't actually have to do anything the rest of the season. Right. Because it was feasible that neither would you, neither would Forrest, right. and the bottom three would stay how they were. And we got wins. And both of you got wins and unexpected wins. Yeah. Cherry on top three-pointers. Yeah. Right? That changes it for them. That changes it big time because now leads have to go get something, and they need to rely on you guys fucking it off. Now, we brought in the gold differential discussion. Mm-hmm. You all have a minus 21 because of that large win. 
Leeds coming out of the Man City game only dropped one in goal differential minus 25. So feasibly, if Pep, if they win, the worst case scenario for you is if they win 3-0 at Real Madrid. Right. They will fucking slaughter you. Oh, God, yeah, because they'll be up for it. They'll be up for it. They'll be flying high. We can focus on the league again because we got two feet and a hand on the doorknob in the Champions League final. Right. Um, That would be worst-case scenario for you guys, and you could get battered 5-6-0. And if you do, now all of a sudden goal differential comes back into it. Leeds gets one win. They've got you by two goals, and they're a point ahead of you. Yeah, very true. Um, But... I just don't see where leads are going to do it. So I, I just they're so inconsistent going forward. They can't score the requisite goals they need to win games. We've seen it all season. So your three are Southampton, Leicester, and Leeds. It's who it is right now. Yep, it, it, it's those three who it is right now. Yeah, I, I can't see Forest have a difficult running, but they've got a couple of home games. Like I said, the game against me is at home, which is tough for them. But I don't see us going out and winning five nil. Right. I see us getting another scrappy two one three one. You know, fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't see where Lester. Where's Lester going to pick the points up? Where are Leeds re- seriously going to pick the points up? Mm-hmm. What about their recent performances? Either one of those teams leads you to believe they're going to actually get a point. I think they will. I think they're going to find a point or two. But uh, go ahead. Cole, who do you think are the three going down this week? So I definitely think Forrest is on the list. I yeah. mean, look at, look at who they've got coming up. I mean, actually... The Arsenal game, in my mind, is the one that might be safest because they might just fuck off and be like, eh, we just need a tie, yeah. you know, like, um, and yeah. Forrest could have a chance there. But the other two, no way. There's no way. But Forrest aren't very good away from home. Yeah. Going to Chelsea with the season they've had. All right. So you think Southampton and, and Forest, and who do you think's the third? Yeah, Southampton, Forest, and I hate to say it, but Leicester. Okay, very good. Mel, who do you think's going down? What three do you think are going down? Uh, Everton. Okay, thanks. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Everton, Southampton, and uh, Leicester. Really? You honestly do think Everton's going down, or you're just fucking with me to be a word i like to call you don't ask questions you don't want the answers to <laughs> very good good enough um uh for me i think it is southampton i'm right on the same spot with uh cole i think it's southampton i think it's uh forest and i think it's Leicester at the end of the season i think mm-hmm. somehow leads find a point in there i, I think do. i think they find a point or two but a point's not good enough i think they find more i think they find a way I think there's. I think there's, they're going to eke it out. The problem is, is that puts you in more doubt because mm-hmm. Leeds are three points behind Forest. I feel they're com- only two points behind y'all. I feel comfortable that that we're going to get a win in one of these next three in BC. So do I. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think there's going to be. A but win that in means one of those Leeds, need, Leeds needs four points from their last three games. Yeah, fair enough. And much like Southampton, there's nothing on the cards to suggest that they could get that many points in three games because they haven't all season. Yeah, but Sam, it's the greatest. Socrates, Plato, all morons. Big Sam's at the helm. Sure money. If you were going with the helm, you should have went with captains. Captain James. I wanted to do a little bit of the uh, Princess Bride, you know. Socrates. Thank you for that reference. Thank you. All morons. Inconceivable. (laughs) Yep, exactly. How about Big Sam going, inconceivable? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking best. All, All right. right. So is he with us or no? 
So I just got a text from Pat. I am super drunk and really tired. I don't want to bring the show to a crashing stop. I'm not funny drunk. I'm, well, quote, shouldn't have started at 12 o'clock and should go to bed drunk. <laughs> nice. So I will jump on the old emails. Okay. Uh, make sure I've got that. Watch that right there, Pat. It's gold. It's gold, Pat's Jerry. Fucking gold. gold. <laughs> fucking and gold. And he says he's not funny. So I don't want to bring the show to a screeching halt. When have that ever stopped you before? <laughs> So we knew that going into this. It's segment. always been a good screeching when home, we though. invited you to this. Yeah, it's always been a good screeching. So home. that's what's going on in his world, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So I am now down thirty four hundred dollars, um, uh-huh. and uh, I was not even right. I'm just putting a blank one in there. Okay, just blank one in there because because what's the point? Heard very good. What's the point <laughs> what's anymore? The point. So. I'm going to just get it out of the way now. Everton to win. That's it. Everton to win. I told you. I'm either winning both the betting and the league, or I'm losing both of them. Got it. So what's the odds for Everton to win? Plus 850. There you go. Which doesn't even make enough of a dent to help me for the last two weeks. Well, all I needed was United to hit, and they fucked it right off. And so for my uh, couple losers, uh, the punchline of the joke of what three teams have a curse word in their name and fucking Man United is what we got That's there. right. All right, good. Put that in there. But you know what? We're going to be all right. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Not sure if you're aware of this, Sam, but uh, 18.18181818181818% of the time, it works 100% of the time. You score all of your goals in one game? <laughs> exactly the same or odds. Mel hits the right button this show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's more likely. This this number's better than that. Um, I'm going to go back to the uh, bit. I'm going to take uh, Liverpool to beat Leicester, and there be over three and a half total goals at plus 238. Okay. Oh, there we go. Not bad. Are you still in second place? Uh, You're minus how much? I'm minus uh, 1352, so I think yeah, I'm just behind just- Pat. And just as a stretch. That's right. He hit that one big one. So, yeah, very true. All right. That's good. (laughs) I like that. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. I think that one was just to fuck with you. The subject line of the email is eight hours, 12 beers, this son of a bitch shot at 90. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, oh, this son of a bitch shot a 90. So he golfed today. It's, he yeah. shot a 90. And normally he shoots in like the 80s. So. I'd call that good. Yeah, he calls that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's right. probably yelling at things. <laughs> so he said, so I kind of hit this week, uh, this last week, plus 135, which makes me minus 565. <clears throat> okay, yeah, he's got it in the bag. This week, got to take a who gives a hell parlay. So I got Chelsea over Forest, Tottenham drawing with Man City, and Arsenal over Brighton. Excuse me, hundred dollars pays off at thirteen forty-five. Not too shabby. Peace. Uh, the problem is, is Tottenham's not playing Man City this week. Everton's no, playing Man they're City. They're not. You're right. He has had eight beers. <laughs> Let's see who Tottenham's playing, and we're just gonna give him a draw in that game. What do you think? That sounds fine. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Tottenham play Villa. There we go. <laughs> At Villa Park. <laughs> there uh, yeah, we go. no, Tottenham's getting fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we're going to give him that. Tottenham drawing Villa and Arsenal over Brighton. Very good. $100 paid. Yeah, fuck it. We'll give him the same odds. Don't care. Thirteen forty-five because he's got it in the bag. There we go. Who gives a shit? Lovely, lovely. Well, you know, that's that's all good. But Said not too shabby like he did something good. You picked the wrong team. (laughs) 
he had eight beers and shot a 90. Come on, that's better than what we did today, right? Yeah, I made money and supported my family, not disappointed them. <laughs> you, you, you know who had a, you know had a better day than all of us? The chicken. Yeah, it definitely did. Well, Kitty hit on her bet and six at 17 and 17. There you go. So this week, I gave Kitty Aston Villa welcoming Tottenham. Oh, there we go. In a big clash for European football next season. Now, Kitty began to go on and on about her time this past weekend at the coronation of the king. Mm. Yeah, she wore a hat with ostrich feathers. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and how he and William watched the Villa match from his cell phone. Now, obviously, Kitty and the Prince are super close, and she sees Villa getting a big game home win this weekend. Very good. Very good. And uh, r- right on. You read it correctly. Just uh, Kitty's uh, ghostwriter wrote here instead of her. <laughs> what else do we got to do, Producer um, Mel? Well, if you're doing everything correctly, then you're also supposed to be gambling legally and responsibly. Championship corner! I've fallen and I can't get up! Oh no! So, what a fucking finish to the championship. Well, I uh, do remember the midweek game, you did have uh, a security for good old. Uh, Neil Warnock, Huddersfield yep. 1 0 over Sheffield United. He did it again, five wins in eight, I think it was. Yep. Um, and they're safe. They are safe. Going into the final game of the season didn't mean a thing, even though it was a head-to-head match with Reading. They are mathematically safe. Yep. Fucking Neil Warnock did it again. And here's the difference. Neil Warnock is like a lovable grandfather kind of figure. Right. Big Sam's not. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we love Warnock more, even though they both do the same job and kind of exemplify the same footballing morals. Just mediocrity. Like, great, you survived. That's what you're famous for. Yeah, exactly. So today, the entire league kicked off at the same time, as is tradition, when you're (laughs) finishing a season. Sheffield United 2-1 over Birmingham. Burnley 3-0 over Cardiff. Huddersfield Town 2-0 over Reading. Did it again. Uh, Just to put the nail in uh, the coffin on Reading's book. Luton Town 0-0 with Hull. (laughs) Borough and Coventry 1-1. That's Middlesbrough. Uh, Blackburn 4-3 over Millwall. Uh-huh. We'll get to it. Yeah. Blackpool, 1-0 over Notch. Sunderland, 3-0 over Preston. Bristol City, 2-0 over QPR. Swansea, 3-2 over West Brom. Uh, Watford, 2-0 over Stoke. And Wigan, 0-0 with Rotherham. So we are going... Hold on one second here. Mel, you say you had something there for us? Uh, Yes. Pat is watching on YouTube, and uh-huh. he said, Shot. Everton draw with Man City. I mean, Shit. Very good. <laughs> okay, so it's Everton Man City drawing. That's what he's going with. That's so what he not, meant. Yep, okay, so we'll change that. Yeah. Very good. Now very that good. he actually might need to redo his odds for then because Everton's draw I think was four thirty five mm-hmm. plus four thirty five. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Burnley, crown champions, of course, as we've discussed, finished on 101 points with a plus 52 goal differential. Congratulations to them. Welcome back to the Premier League, of course. Sheffield United occupied the other automatic promotion spot, finishing on 91 points with a plus 34 goal differential. Nothing to be sniffed at. Uh, They uh, are back in the Premier League. One, two, three. Dublin! They are back. can't wait for your best friend to be in studio. Oh, this is going to be brilliant. Um, I think we might actually still be following COVID protocols here. <laughs> Just going to have to zoom in. Uh, Luton Town finishing third on 80 points. Um, uh, starting the uh, playoff picture, Middlesbrough 
are in fourth on 75 points. Coventry are in fifth on 70 points. And Sunderland beat them all out to the final playoff place on draw hard around it, ladies and gentlemen. 69 motherfucking points. There. 3 nothing win, leapfrogged. What happened to Millwall and Blackburn? So Millwall raced, I believe, because I'm going to actually pull up the time of the goals <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. So Millwall went up 1-0 in the eighth minute. Blackburn equalized on 22. But two goals in two minutes, the 37th and 39th, Millwall went into the break 3-1 up, and all all they had to do was hold on. See it out. See it out and win, and they're in the playoffs. But instead, they conceded goals in the 51st, 63rd, and 86th minute. Lose 4-3. Lose 4-3, fall out of the playoff picture, and finish the season behind Blackburn Rovers, even though they have a plus-nine goal differential better than they do. And Sunderland leapfrog into the playoffs. Yep. So we've got Luton against Sunderland (laughs) and Middlesbrough versus Coventry. I believe will be your playoff picture. That happens next weekend. Yep. Uh, and we should know after a couple of weeks <coughs> where we're at. Uh, very, very excited. Um, rooting for Luton, to be honest, uh, so first and I. foremost. Coventry as well, to a lesser degree. And Sunderland, just because it would be great to see a time where Derby again. Uh, Burrow, I've seen a few times. I'm really not interested in seeing Burrow back up again. Yeah, another one of Neil Warnock's former haunts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Hutton's haunts too, because remember, yeah, Chris he was there. Yeah, managed everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, so. but now Luton, Luton, and Coventry, I think, are the two for me. Um, just to get a time we are back and to watch Allen shit himself uh, twice a season, I think mm-hmm. would be is enjoyable. Yep, very good. I think it would be fun. That's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. First off, Cole, thank you so much for going on this journey with us, and congratulations on choosing your club. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait for, you know, more to come. Excellent. And Mr. Graham, parting words, because we have another fucking D-back. Well, as any good side bitch would say, mm-hmm. when they do you wrong, door's always open. He's so fucking thirsty. <laughs> always got to make it about Arsenal, man. Now it's, it's always... You know, the ones that you least suspect who always come sniffing back. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. I made that joke about the one sniff. that got away. And I don't now sniff he's back. We talked about this. <laughs> we did. We did. All right. Sniffing equals murderer. Graham, who's our D-back? Our D-back is some weird guy that uh, supports Crystal Palace this week. Uh, Son, after I believe uh, hitting the outside of the post and being rather chuffed about it, walking towards the sideline, kind of doing one of these numbers, like oh, rubbing fuck, his face like yeah. that. Um, guy did the double wanker this is very popular all of a sudden normally i only see one-handed this weekend i saw multiple people doing two-handers fucking skiing down the fucking mountain that's what they're doing (laughs) man just digging for worms over there i guess (laughs) what's happening everybody's in a spit roast um but (laughs) but uh then decided to release uh imaginary phalluses and um and do the old asian eyes the old uh yeah take his fingers and do the pointy eye thing don't do that, you fucking cunt. Uh, it's racist. It is um, meant to make him feel bad about who he is, and that's usually the general <laughs> consensus for being a cunt is if you do something like that. So uh, He don't. has already been found and reported to the authorities, and Palace is acting swiftly. Good. The last thing I saw were Palace were working to still identify him, so he yeah. has been identified. Mm-hmm. To Good. my understanding, yep. he has been identified. And um, all accounts, they are being very uh, cooperative with the police, and everybody kind of 
reported him rather quickly and yeah. everything. And he, I mean, he was in plain view of the camera. It was only a matter of time. I just hadn't seen the update yet because I was working all day. Um, but yeah, no, nah, he um, deserves to get banned for hopefully ever because um, you just shouldn't do that shit. If you're going to be a racist cunt, we're going to call you out on it, no matter what, yep. every single time. Always. We've called, we've called ourselves out on it, our own our own teams. We've called out our own 100%. supporters on it. It's, if you're going to do that, we're going to fucking call you out on it. Absolutely. Very good. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, boys and girls. Next up is injury time. We're going to check in with our adopted clubs, take a little look at the lower leagues as well. Um, Scotland's doing their useless season now. That just started this weekend, so we got the Ibs game to talk about a little bit. How about that? Uh, okay, I didn't yeah. even know that was happening. Yeah, it, it's the, the most confusing thing in the world yeah, is the was. Scottish Premier League. Just, ah, <laughs> oh, the season's oh. over. We crowned a champion. Now play four more games. <laughs> I just don't get it. So um, if somebody wants to find injury time, Mr. Graham, how do they go about doing it? Very easy. Patreon.com forward slash DU Football Show to sign up for all the extra content. That is Soundcheck, uh, which is kind of DU before light. And then injury time, which is DU after dark. Okay, well. Because they both usually devolve into funny sex jokes. Say before light would mean it's actually dark. So you That's the still point. Just, yeah, just the other side okay. of, yeah. Okay. Get it? Yeah, but, but that you're saying. That's one dark. for the clever people. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not that clever. Oh, no, they get it. <laughs> yeah, they get the I mean, truth. Taylor probably does it, but the other ones do. <laughs> they get the truth. It is what they get. <laughs> Till next week, everybody. I was right about that, by the way. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam Aka the fucking Gooner Graham Snow of a lord, but straight and short Sam Grammy Sam Graham Hit the fucking new button!